This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 198, submission number 200. Network Fall TV Campaigns. Now, a long time ago, back before the advent of demographics or 24-7 broadcasting or Netflix, the networks, the big three, mostly, there's a couple of years where Fox had one, but mostly it was the big three trotting out all of their stars, all of their pomp and circumstance, and getting everybody hyped for the new fall season. Or as Ernie Anderson said in 1981 on ABC, There's something in the air that tells you good times are coming your way. Smooth. I don't have the quite cigarette voice as uh, Ernie smoking like two packs of menthols. No, he probably smoked like, what, five, six packs of menthols a day. Yeah. Get that voice. To get that nice raspy basso profundo. Yeah. Sounds but, legit. But yeah, it's like, okay, all of this music, all of this pop and circumstance, the stars of today, the stars of tomorrow, provided they last 13 weeks. And they were all on full display to get you ready for the fall season that's coming. Today, Greg, Mike, and I are going to go over the best of the best, including the local editions. Because one of the things that stations liked to do back in the day was get their affiliates involved. Oh, yes. I still remember the Andy Griffith and Bugs Bunny promos for WRAL back when they were an ABC affiliate. They used the Now is the Time laser logo sort of thing. Of course, they're an NBC affiliate now, so it would be, what, The Voice and... Sunday Night Football? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, hey... Tell me, Dr. Greg, where are we going this time? Oh, thank you, Huey. Do you want to do CBS? Let's do CBS. Okay. Now, uh, because we have a story about, it was the Reach for the Stars campaign from what, 1981? 81. Yeah, because they, they did, now this was like, they had two years of looking good. Then they were looking good together. They were looking good together. And then in 1981, CBS decided, you know what? We're going to reach for the stars. And we're going to look what? even better. We're going to look even better. And best of all, I f- now I found uh, some YouTube videos before we started this episode. Now, this is from – I'm guessing that this is an advertising executive named Steve Sulmer. And he worked at CBS in 1981, and then he moved over to NBC – around 1983 because there's a similar sort of closed circuit thing that's online when he's coordinating the NBC be there campaign, but he was working in 1981 for CBS, 
for the Reach for the Stars campaign. And it's basically a half hour, and you can find it online, closed-circuit video of him telling the affiliates all about this campaign. And one thing that video does have, and he points it out as much, swag. Swag. Stuff we all get. Stuff if you as a person involved with CVS are going to get as a result of this campaign. Yes, we're talking about hats, bugs, coolies, t-shirts, coasters. Coasters. And not only is he going to tell you about all the stuff, he's going to tell you how and when you are going to get your hands on it. Yes. Because every affiliate is going to want to get their hands on this stuff. Every affiliate is going to want this. You got to get it before a certain time. You got to have your idea of how you're going to have your promotional campaign for your affiliate in your area. You got to decide when you want to do it. You got to get it done quickly. Yes. To make your party uh, glamorous and classy, you'll also be able to order these uh, beautiful invitations for surprinting with your party place, date, and time, and you'll be able to dress the meeting room with matches and custom cups and napkins, and most important, these fabulous promotion kits with pre-printed information about the fall schedule, movie blockbusters, and specials, and of course, there are blank mastheads for your local broadcast. It's everything you need to give your party a custom look. And we're making available some fun gift items, too. We've got some wonderful jackets and all kinds of little things that you want to give to your advertisers. And you're going to find an order form in the kit that's in the mail to you now. Now, this promotion kit that's in the mail to you is really a marvel. It contains the, uh, the uh, party pack order forms. It's got the, uh, the uh, music uh, on a cassette. It's got uh, uh, iron-on uh, decals, uh, T-shirts, uh, a uh, wonderful uh, knitted patch, which is uh, very cute and classy. Uh, marvelous materials that uh, include all the order forms you need to get these orders in quickly. And I suggest you do get them in as quickly as possible because, you know, the orders have to be processed, processed on a first-come, first-served basis. Get the forms in as soon as you can. You know what? We could only entertain Larry Hackman for so long. Yeah, Tom Selleck and all the others... We can only have them for a certain amount of time. You have to hurry up and get your orders in. Yep. So CBS has you reaching for the stars. I actually found a local promo for WHEA in Atlanta, which is now a Fox affiliate. I am a broadcast nerd. I've seen like a great majority of all these local spots. I have not seen this one before. Okay, let's see it. Oh, that's something. Five belongs. Five huh? belongs. Uh, okay. Like you were in the, back in the seventies and early eighties, you either alive or you belonged. And the thing is, with a channel five, five alive. I mean, the rhyme's right there. It sells itself. But five belongs. Okay, that's weird. And if you look on YouTube, they have local spots for the Reach for the Stars campaign. Oh, yeah, because there is uh, one for uh, in that video from yeah. the closed circuit from Detroit, I know. Yeah, that's from WJBK, which is our Fox affiliate. Yeah. By the way, this comes courtesy of YouTube user I on TV, which if you are a 
real, if you are a real one, you will give him a follow. Yeah. There's a lot of rare stuff on that channel. Yep. And there was also one for KDFW Channel 4, which okay. is also a Fox affiliate now. All right. Let's see. We talked about Channel 2, Channel 4. I'm pretty sure there was one more in this video. Ah, there was a KNXT, now KCBS in Los Angeles. But they used the uh, national music instead of a customized uh, mix for, you know, the affiliate. It just okay. used the national music. Okay. I have, like, all three of them in one single clip. Yeah, play. just play it. Okay, here we go. All right, so we're going to play the clip right now. Reach for TV2 and reach for the stars. Reach for the stars. Reach out for the best. Don't settle for less. Reach for the stars on TV2. Get it on the bus. The stars shine day and night. Reach for TV2 and reach for the one that's right. Everywhere you turn today, Detroit is looking good. We're learning, building, growing like we always knew we could. At TV2, that spirit shows in everything we do. We catch excitement in the air and share it all with you. Reach for the stars. Reach out for the best. Don't settle for less. Reach for the stars on TV2. Well, for the national campaign of Reach for the Stars, they use kind of a sort of similar, because as I mentioned, the same ad campaign guy from Reach for the Stars was also involved with the NBC Be There campaign. So you'll notice something kind of similar theme right here. So, all right, so we have the stars utilized in this Reach for the Stars campaign, because you get it, Reach for the Stars yeah they're talking about space y'all sort of yeah they're talking about space and they're talking about america talking about america america and and if you look at the reach for the stars graphic yes it's like a field of stars with a flag with like the red and white flag so yes it's very much america okay so we got this promo spot here with a nun and JR. <laughs> Excuse yes. me, seriously, please yeah. and thank you? Yes. Okay, here we go. You turn this whole thing over to JR. No, leaving JR wouldn't hurt any children. But that's Ewing property. Sink the well and close down the orphanage. JR, my son, take the charity tax right off, and you'll make a bundle. Uh, on second thought, let those darling little orphans have anything they want. Reach for the stars. Reach out for the best. Don't settle for less. Reach for the stars on CBS. 
Can I just point out something? What is it? That sounds a lot like the Hello News singer. Sort of. The Frank Gary Hello News singer, Florence something or other. I guess. You know what I'm talking about, Greg. I know what you're talking about. Sounds a lot like her. May I also add, was that some divine intervention? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Don't mess with Mother Superior. Yeah, even J.R. Ewing knows. Oh, yeah, I can't mess with God. No. Which is odd, because he meets the devil in the series finale. Oh, that's right, he did meet the devil (laughs) in the series finale. (laughs) I forgot about that. Not many people know that, but... Well, who was still watching Dallas in 1991? Good point. Anyway, uh, okay, so we talked about CBS reaching for the stars in 81. We talked about, well, we made a mention of now is the time for ABC in 81. Because, again, Ernie Anderson, baby. Yeah. And now is the time. That basically was the benchmark of how you do a promo spot. Oh, yeah. They got representatives from every series to basically play extras. Oh, yeah. And I got the closed circuit feed for the promo. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Complete with someone at the ABC line. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Good morning. This is ABC in New York. The following is a closed circuit and not intended for broadcast use, so engineers please monitor the network lines closely to make sure the feed doesn't air. Coming up first on this morning's closed circuit is a refeed of the ABC Fall 1981 promotional film. There's something in the air that says great times are coming your way. Try and identify these the hosts of That's Incredible. Fantasy Island. Oh, open all night, open all night, open all night, open all night. Benson. Too close for comfort. Too close for comfort. Taxi. Taxi. Benson. No, it's Benson. No, it's Benson. Anyway, and that was, and it ends with Robert Stack rarely smiles. No, seriously, yeah. the guy never smiles. What's up with that? Yeah, Robert Stack, it's very rare you see him smile. Uh-huh. But there's also other spots in the same thing. Like, they have a bunch of shots from, like, a Dodgers game, and one of the people in the clip is Dave Stewart. Obviously, this was before he went to the A's and was winning Cy Young's in the late 80s. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of fitting because the Dodgers won the championship in 81, so. And I think the World Series in 81 was on ABC, so. That makes sense. Makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Kind of worked out that way. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, I actually got a local version of the WABC Now is the Time promo from 1981 if you want to watch it. It's basically kind of the main 
now is the time two minute thing with some of the uh, WABC anchors sprinkled into it. You kind of see like Bill Butel, Roger Grimsby, and Ernie Anastas, and other people from the station. I always thought Roger Grimsby was out of Philadelphia, but. No, no, no. Roger Grimsby worked for Bill Butel on Channel 7 for like oh, okay. forever. Yeah. I mean, he's in Ghostbusters. I mean, Chico. True. I mean, this is true. That is true. Look at all these people are excited to see this comet thing. I wonder if it's the comet thing from our next episode. There's something in the air that says great times are coming your way. Damn right they are. All across the nation. Tells like, hmm. I don't know. It's not Rob Glass. Robert Cobb's like, eh. hey, Peter Jennings. Hi, Dave Stewart. And why would the Dodgers be on a commercial for WABC? Because they shot this for the main campaign. I, yeah, they know that. Anson Williams, sit on it. He's literally sitting on the seat. Ernie and Ass just keep effing that chicken, Ernie. Nice hair, by the way. And then Roger Grimsby's like, he sees someone jumping out of the, he's like, yeah. Hey, it's Spencer Christian. He would have been on it Channel 7 around this time. Yeah, he would have. Oh, not a Hi, bimbo, Mike, Matt. She's not a bimbo, no. Mike. No, Lydia Cordell is smart. Why do you think you were my brother for a second, Mike? Oh, I like sheep dogs. William oh, Cat's the great like, American hero. Yeah, William Cat's like, whatever. Look at all that wood grain. Oh, fantastic. That was really good. Yeah. It was. That, that looked good. That looked good, Greg. Looked good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Oh, it looks good. Looks good. Oh, it looks good. Looks good. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it's good. Looks good. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it looks good. Okay. And then you have NBC, which, God bless them, they were trying. Oh, wait. Do we have to mention the most infamous fall promotional campaign of them all, 1979? Why, yes. Yes, we do. And it is one that is so gregarious, one that is so uh, out there, and frankly, one that is so truthful that legend has it, it got Don Imus fired. You know, because being Don Imus alone does not get you fired. Or at least got him in trouble. I don't think he got fired, per se, because I think he got fired, like, 
in the late because Mike, I think he was in Cleveland for two years, wasn't he? Yeah, back in the early eighties, he was uh, here in Cleveland. Okay, oh, right. maybe I'm not sure the exact time frame, but I don't know but if it was because of this or somehow because of the or so, somehow later or, or before that he got fired from WNBC and ended up in Cleveland, then came back here. Hey everybody, it's Greg. So according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia. Don Imus left WNBC in 1977 and returned to Cleveland to do an afternoon drive show on WHK in 1978. And he then, in the lead time, recorded some episodes on WNEW-TV with his own television show, Imus Plus, until he later came back to WNBC in the morning on September 3rd, 1979. It remained there, obviously, until the station flipped to WFAN in 1988. And, well, you kind of know what happened in 2007, so I'm not going to go there. All right, let's get on to the rest of the episode. But But a little backstory while Greg brings up the clip. In 78 and 79, NBC was... With Fred Silverman at the helm, they weren't just happy to be a network. They were proud. Oh, yes. Proud as a peacock. And they were strutting their stuff over shows like Who's Watching the Kids, previous installment Pink Lady, which I believe that is next on the remaster list, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. It's not on the remaster list. No, no. We did that late February, early March of 2020. So that was way after I got my new headset. Oh, cool. But yeah, you can tell that NBC was in in no position to be proud of anything. But that didn't stop them from being proud as a peacock. Because they wanted to show off, hey, we got here's Boomer. And Super Train. And Super Train. So let's play it, shall we? Yes. Yeah, all that stuff that they just airs. Yeah, I thought it was. Except maybe Rockford Files. Roller disco, son. Oh, yeah, and the Disney thing. Yeah, because they were airing Walt Disney at this time. Uh huh. I love the fact that this was, uh, you have all these old NVC classics, like you have Wonderful World of Disney, you have Get Smart. 
You have the Star Peter, Trek. Live, Peter Pan Live. Oh, Peter Pan Live with Mary Morton. Yeah, don't, and you got to include Flip Wilson's show and Sanford and Son. They have basically all the good NBC shows before it turned into a heaping pile in the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. It's like, look at all those shows that they have. None of them are airing this season. Except maybe Rockford Files. Except maybe Rockford Files. Which probably was in its last season at this point. I think yep. 79 80. Oh, good. Yeah, Rockford Files was in its last season at this point. All right. But, oh, I love... This is also the uh, debut, if I'm not mistaken, of the uh, Peacock as the permanent logo of NBC. Well... It would well, no, be it'd be the, the proud the, N. It would be the proud N, which was a forced marriage of the peacock and the N the, logo, uh, the, the big N logo, the big N logo, which they had to pay a hefty fine to Nebraska Educational Television to even use. Oh, yeah. it wasn't. A, well, it wasn't a big fine monetarily. From what I heard, it was a lot of technology because yeah, yeah, of- Nebraska Public Television. Probably didn't have a lot of money back in that time. So NBC gave him a lot of money. So a lot of money, a lot of technology, a lot of, lo- that- lot of money, some camera equipment, some electronic equipment. All we want is the logo. Yeah, um, this sort of reminds me of the the Cleveland Guardians. Do your research before you take a logo or take a name. Make sure it isn't owned by a roller derby team. Well, you know what? Whenever I think of that NBCN logo, you know what I always think of from SNL? The the dancing N. The dancing N? The dancing N. It was basically on Weekend Update, like Gilda Radner dressed up as the the N logo, tap dancing and delivering a bulletin to Dan Aykroyd, which said, oh, there's no bulletin. I just felt like dancing. Uh, looks like we have a special urgent weekend update bulletin coming in on our dancing end. Uh, step back here towards the desk if you could, end. Just uh, tap it a little uh, this way, please. A little to the left, end. A little to the. I got it. <laughs> this urgent bulletin just in. No bulletin today. I just felt like dancing. <laughs> Hey, any excuse to have Gilda Ratner tap dance? That's um, fine. It's like Gilda Ratner tap dancing as the N logo. Yes. I am here for it. Oh, yes. But yeah, I think they would go on to, um, I think, was it Our Pride is Showing in like 1981, 82? Yeah, Our Pride was showing 1981, 1982. 82, there was uh, Just Watch Us Now. Yes, there was. And that was perhaps. That was the arrival of Brandon Tartikoff, and they were basically getting ready to emerge from the. Well, no, because what? Wait, would Brandon be in the promo? Because Grant Tinker was still there. Brandon, Brandon Tartikoff, I think, was actually in a presentation meeting. Okay, where they did the film. Okay, where they ran the film because Gra- I know Grant Tinker was what there till eighty three, eighty four as the head. Yeah. 
This was, remember, back when they had real audio and real video on TV Arc, or was it the 80s Super Sight? It was probably the 80s Super Sight. Or IP. Anyway. (sighs) But yeah, Just Watch Us Now was basically... Now, they didn't have the pop and circumstance that ABC had from here to ever, but they had earworms. Hmm. They had earworms. Okay. And they had custom earworms. Oh. Yes, they did. Now, there was one sort of jacked up local version in this uh, interstitial of a number of local versions. Because I don't know who they got to with the graphics over at WLWT in Cincinnati, but, uh, Check that out. That is the Just Watch Us Now local package. Okay. Starting with Mike's local. What the what was that? Hold on. Okay. I, I think I can fill in some of the gaps there. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Somebody please explain this to me. Okay, hold on. What that looks like to me, it looks like, I don't think that's, that might be AM Cleveland. Um, I'm pretty sure it is AM Cleveland, but I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> what? Is um, all what the, is the, the, doing there? But but the thing is that doesn't look like the host of AM Cleveland. Uh, I believe there is actually a show. I think AM Cleveland was closer to like 84, 85. Uh, that definitely looks like a local show, some sort of local. It is definitely a local show because it looks like a local show. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to go on the case for that. Uh, I'll be doing a little research on what that show was. Because like I said, I think AM Cleveland started about 84, 85. Um, I, I, oh gosh, it, that that looks so familiar. But of course, that looks so basically stereotypical early 80s, if you will. I will say this, though. I do remember those graphics used on uh, the NBC affiliates. Uh, back in the 80s so it definitely matches up i i remember that part okay but the, but the burton ernie uh, <laughs> uh, yeah explain that one i'm gonna get you know an honest guess and this is as good as anything i can give you uh i think back in the day when they had like ice capades or oh. sesame street on ice that makes sense if you think about Sesame it. Sesame Street on ice because there's a there's a I found on YouTube one time there was a Mets Giants game from '79 at Candlestick Park and Cookie Monster threw out the first pitch to promote the ice capades. It it, it seems very feasible. Yeah, Sesame yeah. Street on ice was the best. I think I saw one at Nassau Coliseum back in the day. Okay, let's resume here. Sorry, Bert and Ernie. We got to play the rest of this. Oh, look at that. I'm going on that theme park. Now, hold on. Pause. Pause. Okay. I, I, oh, hold on. 
Did you see the Cleveland's a plum? We talked about that. Yeah, but hold on a second. Is that Al Roker? That's Al Roker. Roker. Yeah, he did weather in Cleveland back in the early 80s. Yeah, before E.T.'s figure. (laughs) Yeah, but no, the other thing I was going to add, you're talking about the roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, In that footage is famed Cleveland uh, telejournalist Del Donahue. He's a legend in these areas. He he passed away a number of years ago, but he hosted the pre-today show, if you will, back in the 80s and 90s. That was like our must-watch uh, TV when we were getting ready for school uh, at 6.30 in the morning was him and uh, another l- local media legend, Tom Haley. They're, they had like a down-home folksy type of, of newscast like an hour, uh, the half hour before today. But yeah, that is Al Roker there. Yeah, because he did the weather before he came up here to New York on WNBC. Right. All That's right. correct. All right. So, uh, so there's Al Roker. Three there's N. The... Just watch us now. Yeah, the, the... the good old days. Oh, here's my home market. Are you ready for WNBC? I'm ready. Here, Here we, we go. We're Just watch us now. Just watch us fill your days and nights With laughter and with pure delight We'll take you places where you'd really want to go Watch us as we pack the screen With action like you've never seen Why the the information that you need yes. commercial? I don't know. Probably because the Giants don't have cheerleaders, I guess. I don't know. And also... NBC's airing the AFC because they wouldn't have the Cowboys. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, Jack Cafferty. And Sue Simmons. Yeah. Oh, there's Chuck Scarborough. Oh, Bill Donahue. More view. I think that was the top rated uh, syndicated show. It was. Yeah, for uh, Wheel in 83. (laughs) Okay, I got something to say. Yeah. Boy, do they like their nudity on the uh, uh, New York City promos there. Oh, yeah. Man, you, you had bodybuilders and, and little trunks there, and I don't even know what those two women were doing, like, near naked. Seriously, they were near naked. Yeah. What? I didn't get that. Hey, do you want to see what WMAQ did? I want to see what WMAQ did. Of course we want to see what WMAQ did. All right, here we go. Oh, here's a shot of Ongo. <laughs> His taxi would have moved to uh, NBC by yeah, now. Yeah, he would. You know what he probably thought of ABC when they canceled it? Don't say it. Don't say it. We're going to have to make it uh, explicit if you say it. Don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. But it, no, it's going to be clean. Derivative. Derivative. I, I, if it wasn't, uh, it, once you said it was clean, I knew it was going to be derivative. Derivative. They're very derivative. Okay.
Just watch us fill your days and nights with laughter and with pure delight. Oh, madam! Madam! Obvious dub is obvious. Oh, Chet Kopic. Bottom right. Oh, never mind. Oh, Roger Ebert. Just. They had the Emmy. They had the Emmy. Okay. I'm wondering. Did they have a bunch of singers in for the day and they just went through all the numbers? Yes. They started at Channel 2 and then finally they get Channel 74, just watch us now, do, do, do. And playing for like Dubuque or, or Schenectady or something like something. that. Schenectady. Like, it, was like, it was like, all right, say this market. All right, on to the next market. On to the next market. Yeah. Basically. But Channel I'm- 49, Topeka. We're here for you now. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, Just watch us now. Yeah. Well, something I learned today. I didn't know Roger Ebert did the movie reviews on WMAQ. You didn't know that? No. I know Gene Siskel did the movie reviews for the CBS station in Chicago. I didn't know Ebert did the same. So, news to me. Well, How also, about that? The, the, well, also, this would have been about the time that Siskel and Ebert at the movies would have started. Yeah, the Tribune Ooh. version. Tribune yes. broadcasting version, because they would have just left BBS. Yeah, right. and and if it was on... Wait a minute. If it was a Tribune thing, then wouldn't it come out of WGN? Yes, it came out of WGN. Okay, that's what I thought. You know, one person I think we forgot to mention in the WMAQ thing that I forgot you didn't notice was Deborah Norville. She looked a whole lot different. I didn't even notice it. Well... There you go. It was a long ways before she got to the Today Show. I'll tell you that a couple years later. Oh, yeah. Inside Edition. She does not age. Yeah, I know. She, like, magically does not age. She's, like, like half Time Lord or something. Yeah, it could be. What do you think, Mike? She doesn't age. You're right. You watch an episode of Inside Edition from, like, 1998. In an episode of Inside Edition in 2021, you might not notice a difference. Not a highly noticeable difference, no. Now, our next thing from Just Watch Us Now locally is from WBZ in Boston, which is now a CBS affiliate in Boston. But back then, it was an NBC affiliate. So let's watch what WBZ had to do to promote Just Watch Us Now, okay? And uh, Mike, you might want to pay close attention. Just, just trust us on this. Just watch us fill your days and nights with laughter and with pure delight. We'll take you places where you'd really want to go. If you think yes, it, yes, Byron fun, Allen is wonderful. With news and information that you need to know. Today's for just watch us. WBZ, you'll love us. Today's sport, just watch us now. Evening magazine, watch us now. Eyewitness news, watch us Here we now. go. People, people sport, just watch us Alright, pay attention, Mike. 
I saw Wapner. Wait, wait. Here it comes. Nothing, Mike? Okay. No way. Okay, we gotta talk. Nothing? Really? There's two people. Did you notice? No, I I noticed one. Was that like a 20-year-old Tom Bergeron? Yes! That was a 20-year-old Tom Bergeron. Okay, maybe not 20, but probably between 25 and 30. That was a significantly younger Tom Bergeron. Yeah, and then there's a Pac-Man machine. And but a Gallagher machine. machine, yeah. Yeah. And but behind that would have been asteroids. And then there was a brief shot of Gene Rayburn, because I think, wasn't he doing a local show on WBZ at this time? He was doing something in Boston, yeah. Because I remember he commuted to, uh, to Los Angeles like every weekend. Yeah, from Cape Cod. Right. He was a New England boy then. I did yeah. not see Gene Rayburn there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it was one second, but can you imagine one promo you got like young Tom Bergeron and Gene Rayburn in the same promo? There's your match game Hollywood Squares Hour, folks. I'd watch that. That yeah. <laughs> With all, all right. due respect to Bowser. We love, love Bowser. But Tom Bergeron. Yeah. I mean, no content. No content. Yeah. All right. So Chico, I found the aforementioned Cincinnati thing that we were talking about. The just watches that looks like it was done A in house and B for scale and C by an intern. Okay, you ready for this? I am ready for this. All right, here we go. That was cringy. <laughs> okay, one thing I want to play for the director's cut thing is, hold on a second, if I can cue it up real quick. And if this is not the image when we eventually have the director's cut, this <laughs> with Jerry at the new Jerry Springer at the Jerry Springer desk. at the news desk and some guy just like, oh, you <laughs> can't say that, Jerry Springer. <laughs> what, Jerry? Huh? Hey, you laugh now, but this is all going to be on a talk show one day. Yeah, he would have been mayor 77 to 81, I think. So he would have just started in on uh, NBC in Cincinnati at this point. Yeah, he would have lost his job about a year earlier. Yeah. You know, I actually have like a 1991 Cincinnati Reds yearbook advertising the Channel 5 News with Jerry on the back of it that I got like maybe about 20 years ago on eBay. That's crazy, man. Yeah, right after the Reds won the World Series in 90, I got that. So That is is bonkers crazy I, man. I might have to post here on the show twitter one day if i can ever find it but well yeah yeah but that that commercial looked like it was made for like five bucks you are totally overpricing that sir yeah well at least we got jokers wild in that promo oh but yes so that was uh the just watch us now and of course not to be outdone cbs had great not just they were looking good now they're looking great. 
Oh, re- oh, great moments. Great moments. Great moments, huh? Yeah. But they didn't have uh, much of the way of locals. They had the one big national and... Uh, that well, was it. That was it. I mean, they had like the clips of all the shows that were coming out. And, well... Let's play it. Yeah. I mean, the song was okay, but... Yeah. But you know what? It's pretty good. It's- Looks good. It looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Oh, it 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 looks good. Ah, we haven't played that in a while. Might as well play that. Yeah, I was starting to miss that one. Anyway. Yeah. All right, here we go. They brought Lucy. Lassie. With moments Ed. love, moments happiness. Jackie. Jackie. Rod Serling, Alfred. Mary. The Beatles. 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 The yeah, I think they were the top network at the time. You got talent. You got your talent. You got the one days at a time. You got your Jeffersons. You got mashed. You got your mashes. Oh yeah, they're really milking that music movie package with raging bull clips. Oh yeah. Oh, Friday Benjamin. Of Zorro and yeah, because they would have just gotten Walt Disney. Action, passion, drama, romance, and Charlie Brown's Snoopy. <laughs> Private Benjamin. The series. Oh, Fantasia. Oh, I forgot Trapper John. Mama Malone. Never heard of that. Square, Square Peg. peg. Gloria, Gloria, New Heart, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Bring It Back Alive, Cagney and Lacey, Lacey. The Dukes, Sixty Minutes, Dad Rather. Oh, that's sweet. Because this match would have been its final season this year. Yeah, obviously, you won't see it because it's audio, but... There's a portrait of the uh, cast of MASH at the end of the promo. Yeah, I, I liked how they morphed the graphics over time at the end. And they did it at the beginning, too. Yeah. But, but also, I saw a little too much about... Uh, I, I saw a little too much Private Benjamin there. H- have I ever dis- uh, discussed my disgust of uh, Eileen Brennan? Not <laughs> I, I think I have. I think I have. You've, I think I, you've mentioned it in the past. I think I've said it once or twice. I don't like Eileen Brennan. She, she triggered me there. I'm sorry. That's why whenever you watch Clue, Miss Scarlet, you'll it's like you're watching. What, what? It, you're watching the. They're watching the endings randomized. Miss Scarlet didn't do it. Nope. Mister Green didn't do it. Nope. Professor Plum didn't do it. Miss Peacock. Yeah. There's your murder. Well, well, of oh, course, yeah. Professor Plum didn't do it because Martin Mull is is a good person. Of course, he is. Yeah, but Eileen Brennan, no, no. I, I, I'm getting, like, minor PTSD from seeing hey, her in that hey, ad. Hey, guys, you know what the ending of Clue I prefer is? 
What? All right, who done it? They all did it. But if you want to know who killed Mr. Body, I did. In the hall, with the revolver. Okay, Chief, take him away. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. You're not seeing it, but we're doing the... Uh, <laughs> say we're, doing, it, we're doing the Rod Glass. Mm-hmm. He- head nod from the Now is the Time promo. Like, <laughs> yup. <laughs> It'd be true, though. Yeah. It's funny because the movie implies that Michael McKean's character is gay, but at the end of the movie... He, it turns out he had a wife the whole time. He was Los Federales. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Mr. Green was Los Federales. Okay, so what do we got next? Okay, we did the great moments. We did the... Uh, Now's the time we did... Uh, the... You know what we didn't do? What? We didn't come along with the star of the family, baby. What is this? We're coming on along with ABC. Okay, what year is this? I believe that's 82. Okay, I've never seen this. You've never seen the come on. I've and never seen what, this. And this, was, and this was like the first one of the big ABC Bacchanals. Okay. And, you, and if you watch the video, I swear to God, you will get it. All right? Okay. All right. Play the here, video, man. Just we, play it. All right, the here we song, go. The package, everything. All right. Oh, there's a helicopter. Oh. Oh, Lady Liberty. And we saw the Twin Towers before that. Yeah, as we're Never recording. forget. Yeah. Yes, never forget. Oh, there it They're is. They're there again. again. Oh. Henry Winkler and Scott Baer, a.k.a. Chachi and the Fonz. Because they're the stars of the network. Yeah, I get that. Was that Ernest Borgnine? And Adrian's magic. And the parade is continuing with... Oh, Robert Guillaume? Yeah, Robert Guillaume. And the star of the family, ladies and gentlemen. And Scooby! With a badly animated hand there. 
Well, who framed Roger Rabbit's not for another six years, guys? Uh-oh. And then you have, uh, Chad McKinley. Dancing. And, and, and Chad McKinley and Mickey Gold. Dancing. Don't yep. dance with Don't dance with him. Don't dance with him. He's dancing with him. Would he have started on Love Boat that season? Yeah. No, he was on Happy Days. That oh, did. that's right. He didn't go to Love Boat until like 84, I think. Yeah, after Happy Days was done. That looked, okay, it looked like Ted Knight there. Yeah, it was yeah, Ted was, Knight because Two yeah. Throws for Comfort was still there. And yeah. you have uh, Nancy Tussauds and Ted Knight. And There's John, John Ritter. Ritter getting in so Hey. I love that neon. Look at that. Yeah, just look at that. That is some sweet neon. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to watch some ABC programming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks nice for 40 years ago. That's high tech for 1982. High tech. Too bad they had shows like The New Odd Couple and Star of the Family, because let's just say we will talk about some of one or both of them Maybe. at some point in the future. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I do have an answer as to the, uh, that clip with Burton Ernie we saw on the uh, Cleveland NBC promo. Oh, okay, okay, this is some breaking news. Yes. Uh, put put beep, the breaking news alert beep, music here. Beep. Yeah. This is CNN Breaking News. So uh, the person who showed that was, and it was a local person, uh, was Dave Patterson. It was the Dave Patterson show. That was the local talk show between uh, the two hours of today back then and the start of the NBC daytime lineup at the time, Facts of Life. Uh, we're talking early 83 when I say these shows, Sale of the Century, Hitman, Just Men, so on and so forth. I didn't know they aired Facts of Life in the daytime. Uh, 10 a.m. I'm looking at uh, January 7th of 83. So, yeah, uh, Facts of Life would have been on, and uh, Sale didn't move to, like, 10 a.m. until I, a little bit later in its run. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so, so that was the Dave Patterson show, and Dave Patterson did not host AM Cleveland. That was Scott Newell, and the guy didn't even look like Scott Newell because Scott Newell's actually gone on to bigger and better things over the last 35 years, like producing a lot of episodes of Forensic Files. Oh. Yeah, wow. Not not even joking. If if you look at some of the credits from Forensic Files back in like the uh, 90s, I don't think, definitely not the current ones, not Forensic Files 2. But if you like watch any given episode of Forensic Files on HLN, you're sure to likely see his name as a producer because he, he did quite a few episodes of that. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I see that. All right. So, what do we have next, Chico? Okay, so we're on to 1983 now. And uh, we're sticking with ABC, but they're not doing the whole parade thing. They're just showing 
that special feeling. Oh, oh yeah, because I think I played an ad from that sort of campaign from 83 of O Madeline. Yeah, that would be one of the shows that are premiering that year. Okay, here we go. It's ABC That Special Feeling 1983. It's a little kid driving. He's driving a car. Oh, there's a little puppy. The puppy's in the passenger seat. Oh, well, he's in the back seat. Oh. This is basically a snapshot of America. In 1983. It's a very much more subtle promo than they had the year before. Oh, totally. And they're getting together. Oh, he's hiding the puppy. Oh, there. He found a puppy. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Oh, and they're watching That's Incredible. I'm going to watch That's Incredible with my puppy. Uh, on, a, on a big wood grain TV from back in the 80s. Because all the people in 1983, <laughs> they wanted to watch John Davidson Frank talk to Dan Kevin. Oh, look at that. There's a dog. And the puppy's like, oh, look, there's a dog. Oh. Okay, that hit me right here, guys. Right there. Right in the heartstrings. Yeah. Right? Uh, anything is better when you add John Davidson in it. Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta say it's like because it's, it's just everything's better with John Davidson in it. Do we need to play the time machine clip where he says they're gonna be around for a real long time? <laughs> Go ahead. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Hey, Greg said it, not me. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, here it is. And now here's John Davidson. Oh, hello. Good morning. If you're watching us for the first time, maybe you don't know, this is our very first show, but we plan to be here for a very long time. You see, it may look like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk one guy is excited about that. You know what? I don't, I don't care if it's time machine to dead John Davidson. I don't care. All right. So <laughs> now I'm thinking about time machine. You know what? This is actually the beginning, a new beginning for NBC. Yes. ABC had special feelings. NBC just got straight to the point. Yeah. They were desperate for ratings. And you know what? They wanted you to be there. And you know what? Like I said, with Reach for the Stars, with Steve Sulmer and that closed circuit campaign, he moved over to NBC, and there is also online him talking about this 83 fall campaign be there, and he's saying that this is going to be so great. We're going to include it in the liner notes. He's telling everybody at NBC, hey, we're going to be so great, guys. We got all these ads and stuff. They're going to be awesome. We're going to have like a like a big promotional campaign, and we're going to be back on our feet. We will kick off our Be There on-air campaign for primetime. 
Now, as you know, each year every network creates a campaign celebrating itself. Great moments on CBS, come on along with ABC and like that. Well, we've decided to radically change our approach for the year ahead. Instead of generically promoting the network, we will promote some of the biggest hits on NBC and keep this promotion on the air throughout the summer while the shows are in repeats. We're teasing viewers to be there this fall when new episodes appear. Well, it took a while, but you know what? They, they got would, there. They would get there. You got to start at some point. You got to start at some point, guys. Okay, but here we go. 1983, NBC, be there. I'm there. You can be anything you want to be there. You can see anything you want to see. Oh, Remington Steel. Night Rider, baby. Give me a break. Give me a break. Mama's Mama. family. Different strokes over food. Johnny. Airplane. And of course, the facts of life. There's your facts of life. Yeah, it was running uh, in the daytime back then. And you got the Cheers gang. You got the Smurfs up in here. Real people. Real people, yeah. Down to music. I think I saw all the President's men. You got the Olympics going on. Dave. Oh, no. Fred Willard just slapped him. Fred Bill Rafferty. By the way, the slap. Bill Rafferty, right? Oh, no. By the way, the slap is Fred Free. And the future uh, show on NBC. Time out, time out, time out. How great would the slap have been if Fred Willard had, had, <laughs> had been once? Well, now the twist is Fred Willard slaps Zachary Quinto in season two. <laughs> The show would still be on the air now, even though Fred Willard's been dead for a few years. I would watch that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> All right, let's visit. Zachary Quinto's gonna slap you! And of course, you have the album and the chipmunks, the real people today, basically. Manimal! 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 Monitor. Monitor! Monitor, no! Not Monitor! Ralphie, the love of honor. <laughs> Mr. Smith! Mr. Smith! We got the Bats Game Hollywood Spurs Hour, baby! No, it wasn't included. We wish it was, but... We wish See, it Matthew was! Hollywood Square, stop lying to the people. <laughs> But Mr. Smith was there, and Manimal. 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 That's oh, all we really need. But the, you know what the best part I liked is how you saw all the fast images of the people clapping. But all the NBC stars. Clapping. Yeah. Yeah. They actually did a version of this spot for a uh, network in Brazil. Oh, really? I watched that clip. They did the clapping montage. But it looks really, really wrong. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that too. It just looked 
out of sync and wrong. I guess what you're trying to do here, but that just looks wrong. Oh, jeez. So, uh, what else are we doing? Uh, we we got the great moments. We got the the, the be there. Oh wait, we've got we've got the touch for CBS. Oh, the, oh yeah, this would be the first of three years for the we've got the touch. Yeah. So okay, let's play. We've got the touch from 1983. They did this three straight years. So yeah, this got... is the one. This is, I I'm not a big fan of this version of the touch. No, no, no. The much the later two versions are good. Oh yeah, this was just. Okay. All right, here we go. We're seeing eye to eye with you today in every way. The way we live, the way we love. This is sort of like a blend of the Sort of mode. Yep. It's like, yes, here's all of America, but also here's Star Wars. Yeah, because CBS would have just gotten the rights to air it. Yeah, and Garfield. Yeah, and Good Night B Town. Good Night B Town, which I have to find the spot for it. I don't know well, if we can find footage of an episode. Oh yeah. Oh, Tom Selleck dunking people. Navy, Wizkid, Cutter to Houston. Cutter to Houston with the Scarecrow, Mrs. King. Yep. Aftermath. Those are the only new ones. There are no. Oh, Cherry to Fire. Heavy football. Did you like how they went with the horn with the clip of the cante- guy from the cantina? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh. That looks like Flash Gordon, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe. But You know, yeah. hold on. I got a thought. They showed a lot of the cartoons. They showed, I know Garfield would have been television specials. They showed Bugs Bunny. They showed some of the cartoons. You know, they didn't show anything from daytime. When they had the friggin' Prices Right, which has been on for over uh, 11 years at that point. Huh? But and I you don't... have a little game coming up, premiering on CBS uh, in September of 83 uh, with that whammy. Press your luck, I think it's called. Yeah, well, you know, they they really didn't they didn't really utilize the date. Well, any of the networks, they didn't, they didn't utilize any of the daytime uh, yeah. entries. No, no, I understand, but the thing is, they they did give some time to the Sunday, Saturday morning shows we saw on the ABC promos. They had Scooby Doo, and we saw the Smurfs on NBC, and uh, again, we saw uh, Looney Tunes on. That's CBS. because they knew kids but, but were they, But they didn't give a but the thing is, they didn't give any love to the daytime counterparts. I mean, even if they did like the Today Show, which obviously that's timeless, 
And we know that CBS, we didn't even see Captain Kangaroo. It would have been no Captain Kangaroo. What BS? Yeah. I mean, the only place we've seen Captain Kangaroo today is in the picture I showed you guys of him on Celebrity Sweepstakes with Red Fox. With Red Fox. Oh, Oh, Captain Kangaroo, you big dummy. But, but still, my point stands. I mean, they sort of like totally neglected the, uh, the daytime, even when you had, again, Price is Right that had been on for over a decade at that point, and Captain Kangaroo is timeless. Oh, yeah. And even though, again, it was its final season, and I think at that point it was only like a half an hour show. And I and obviously, if, if you know anything about TV, the, the CBS uh, morning news broadcast, it had so many different names and, and uh and uh, facelifts over the years, especially in the eighties, maybe you don't want to focus on that part of the daytime, but it's just an observation. You know, and and the thing is you you look at uh, uh, ABC, they had family feud going strong at that time. And NBC would have had wheel of fortune going strong at the time. You had something to build upon for the daytime audience. And again, I mentioned today and good morning America would have been like eight years uh, old at that point. So, I, I know it's more prime time, but you know, spread the love. You gave some of the love to the Saturday morning shows. Give some love to the daytime shows. Okay, so next we're going to look at the uh, CBS local promos from the We've Got the Touch 1983 campaign. So similar to first, we're going to look at WCBS. This is the local New York We've Got the Touch. Yes. Okay. We've got a way. I like that they said friends you've known for years and then they just flash all the correspondence on 60 minutes. Oh yeah. By the way, did you notice something in that uh, promo? They had wheel of fortune in that promo because it was the first year of wheel of fortune syndication and first couple of years in New York, it was on channel two. Yep. And then they took a chance a year later with that by pairing it with jeopardy. No, 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 no. Jeopardy was on channel four. On late nights when it started. Ooh. I almost it, forgot about that. Yeah, it was on early mornings. And the only reason why it was on early mornings was because WNBC just took it because oh, Legacy, Jeopardy NBC. Yeah. And then like the second year, I think it moved to Channel 7. But it only was at like 3.30 and it didn't move to like, I think, 7 until like 86 or 86, 87. One other thing I noticed in that promo, they had the final out from Dave Rigetti's No Hitter from 83. Oh, that's where that was from. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, Dave Rigetti striking out Wade Boggs for the final out. 
Nice. He sets the kick and the pitch. He struck him out. Brighetti has pitched a no-hitter. Dave Brighetti has pitched a no-hitter. He strikes out Boggs for the final out of the ball game. And the Yankees pour on the field to congratulate Dave Brighetti. A no-hitter for Brighetti. Fun fact about that no-hitter, it was on George Steinbrenner's birthday. Happy birthday, jerk. I say this as a Yankees fan. I think we should get a clip of Steinbrenner from Seinfeld. Hey, check this out. Luke Eric's pants, not a bad fit. Hey, you don't think that nerve disease of his was contagious, do you? Uh, better take him off. I'm too important to this team. Big Stein can't be flopping and twitching. Hey, how about some lunch? What are you going for? Jeez. All right, our next uh, commercial comes from WBBM Channel 2 in Chicago. Don't even get us started about Chicago's Jeopardy schedule. But hey, it's my kind of town. Obvious edit is obvious. Yeah. That poor window guy. He's watching Trapper John MD while washing the windows. He's going to get himself hurt. Yeah, uh, he I, is. I, mu- I must say that uh, both the stations thus far, they love their beveled 3D looking logos. Well, it matches the uh, We've Got the Touch logo at the time. All right. Yeah, because the next year they would have the layered blue and purple dealies. Oh, Mike, we got WJKWTV Channel 8. Oh, In this is... Cleveland. Yeah, this is like that rare era where they weren't WJW, they were WJKW. I think the reason was that both the radio and the TV station were owned by separate companies, and they can legally use the WJW calls. Yeah, I don't know. But they used WJKW, I want to say, for maybe... Seven years? Eight years? Not terribly long. And then they went back to WJW? And then they went back to WJW, yeah. Is that when they went to Fox? No. Oh, gosh, no. That was back in the 80s. That I want to say that was like 85, 86. Okay, so soon after this. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to look for Dick Goddard. God rest his soul. All right, here oh, we Dick go. Dick Goddard's going to be on this. Dick Goddard. I, Dick I Goddard's put, on all of them. I will put money on it. If I had my wallet here, but Dick Goddard will be on it. Okay, here we go. We got the touch. You're tuned to us. We're tuned to you. With stars to touch you through and through. Touch of laughter. Touch of tears. With friends you've known for years. 
Okay, Dick Goddard was not on that spot, but we good did thing. get a disappearing Richard Mulligan. Yeah, good, good thing. Good thing I didn't have my wallet with me. I'd be owing. Yeah, and we had more seeds from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman than is physically possible. No, the one thing we had a lot of scenes of, and we talked about it in the Ernie Anderson episode. I saw at least, I'd say, three or four different clips of. Big Chuck and Little John, Big Chuck Shadowski and, and Little John Rinaldi, who replaced, well, Big Chuck kind of sort of replaced Ernie Anderson uh, as Goulardi. And th- th- that was their legacy, their Friday night, late night movie. Okay. I saw more of them than I saw of anything. Which is not weird at all, by the way. Well, no, but they're very popular. I, I mean, they're oh, yeah. very popular, but I'm a little surprised Dick Goddard wasn't in there. Because he's a legend, as as Chico knows, but uh, they got a lot of mileage out of Big Chuck and Little John, especially Big Chuck. Oh, definitely. Yep. All right. Our next one comes from WDVM, now WUSA in Washington, D.C., Channel 9. And I believe WUSA is still owned by Gannett. Am I not mistaken on that, Chico? WUSA would be owned by Tegna now. Oh, okay, because Gannett sold their interest and Yeah, they got out of broadcasting and spun off into their own company, which by the way, again, does not know how to run a decent news product to save their life. Go see the twenty twenty year in review show for our thoughts about News Nation. Although they <laughs> now although they now have Dan Abrams. So yay? There is life after court cam and also after live PD. All right, so here we go. We've got the touch, you and Channel 9. We've got a way of doing things in Washington today. Certain styles, certain flair that come through every day. We've got the touch, you and Channel 9. We've got I've been the to touch. that station. We've got it. That metro station, that is. Is that an ugly number there? That nine? Oh, I'm sorry. That's an ugly, ugly. Yeah, it dates back to uh, when it was like a year or two after they changed calls. They also changed their logo to some sort of glass pane situation where it's like 3D. And then they just went and sort of flattened it. it it's well, ugly and it's even worse when you have the ugly as I'm sorry. sin basically but also another thing there were no national shows there that was all uh local people and well there's one more promo oh i know i know i'm just saying in that one there was all uh, uh local stuff okay. okay here we go i'll play the other one stay in touch with your world with the latest news each day Right away, sports and local happening, coverage that's the best, you'll keep in touch with Channel 
yeah. But there was one thing I wanted to point out. Now, in one of the promos, now I mentioned this guy back in the um, Super Bowl shuffle parodies and knockoffs episode because he's in the Washington Redskins, uh, We Are the Redskins video. The late, great Glenn Brenner, who's at the, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's at the, and this is another future entry, the Cracker Jack Old Timers game. Because one of the people he's interviewing in that promo spot is Luke Appling, who was the person in that Cracker Jack Old Timers game who hit a home run at the age of like 75 or something crazy. Ah. Yeah, I think that was Luke Appling there. Yeah, it was uh, Luke Appling. And also, we should mention another Hall of Famer was that ad, John Riggins. Yeah, John Riggins, the famous run in uh, Super Bowl 17 against the Dolphins. Because that mm-hmm. would have just happened. And the Redskins went on to the Super Bowl that year, but lost to uh, the Raiders. But yeah, I want to just point that out because Glenn Brenner, one of the legends in local TV broadcasting for sports, unfortunately, passed away about 30 years ago. That's somebody who we should do an entry on because that guy's like a legend. Oh, yeah, he's totally a legend. I might have to submit that after we're done with that. But yeah, those are some of the uh, local spots from uh, We've Got the Touch. In 1983. So, Chico, do you think Mike's going to get his wish in seeing the CBS daytime shows get some love? Well, they're going to do We Got the Touch again. Maybe he'll do it on the bit. next one. Maybe but the next so, one will maybe be a little Gene bit Snyder. more uh, magical, a little bit more whimsical. Let's just yeah. say the first line is, come into the world of CBS. You'll be with the friends you love the best. So I got one version right here from 84, so let me play it right here. Look at these two kids playing basketball. Yeah. In front of a TV repair van, shaped like a TV. And now, look. Here's the TV. They just came into the world of CBS. Bob Newhart just kicked. Oh, huh? Huh? what am I doing in this ad, guys? Oh, what am I doing in an ad for CBS? Oh, this basketball get in here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just cooked a basketball. Tom Poston just cooked a basketball, people. And now, uh, Gonzo is trying to inflate it. And now they're playing with Simon and Simon. Two on two, baby. Two on two. Oh, did you see that? You see, you got the kid got the, the hat. hat. <laughs> yeah. What just happened? What happened? It's like, we just got the hat from that guy. From Simon and Simon. We got it from Major what Dead. Uh, okay, what? I, I got to add something here. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't have any Dallas in there. They didn't have any Falcon Chris. They really focused on, like, the new well, heart. Well, well, I mean, it was we, a sh- we, well, it was a shortened version. It, yeah, it was a minute like long version. But I mean, but yeah, but we got only, like, really Simon and Simon, Newhart. Uh, a little bit of Magnum PI, and the thing is, this is the time you had like Cagney and Lacey, and 
Uh, we talked about Scarecrow and Mrs. King earlier. Uh, they're missing a lot of the big properties. And the thing is, if you're promoting for a fall season, well, they, you should be trotting out your big well, properties. Well, they had other versions of this. Yes, I mean, this was not okay, the only I, one. I, I, I get it. I, maybe I'm just... Yeah, you can only get so many things in a minute, Mike. Okay, this comes from us from the Museum of Television Production Music. Here is the full spot from the CBS We've Got the Touch campaign for 8485. You've been touched by CBS, and we've been touched by you. We laugh. Laughs and sing your songs and bring you to your feet. So just turn us on, step to the beat. Welcome to the world of CBS. You'll be with the stars you love the best. We'll bring you suspense and plenty of fun. Comedy, drama, hearts to be won. Share the touch of CBS. Welcome to the world of CBS. You'll be with the stars you love the best. Any observations, guys? That was new to me. I mean, I have never seen that one before. I mean, A, I love that they use a still of Miss Piggy for some reason. Because I believe they would have had the Great Muppet Caper, or at least yeah. the rights to it. Yeah, the Great Muppet Caper would and, have been up for airing about 84, 85. So yeah, it makes sense because yeah. it premiered in 81 in theaters. Yeah, and, and holy crap, some of those graphics were just crazy good for 1984. Oh, definitely. Mike, any observations? Not really. The one thing I noticed is one of the uh, Charlie Brown the Peanuts clips was of Flash Beagle. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Flash Beagle. That's for you, Chris Lane. He's a big Flash Beagle fan. Well, 84-85 would have been the first year of Murder, She Wrote, right? Yeah, it would also be uh, the first year of Charles in Charge. And we saw both of those in that clip. And also we saw other things like Comedy ER, and we saw Cover Up, which we talked about briefly in the uh, the Voyagers episode because John Eric Hexham was on it and unfortunately lost his life on the set of it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the campaign, that's a... 
pretty awesome spot there. Cutting edge stuff. Cutting edge stuff, especially for 84. Okay, Mike, you wanted some more stuff promoting some of the more CBS shows after your complaint with the basketball, right? Uh, with the basketball and, uh, again, some of the local spots, like the one in Cleveland, didn't even touch on the national shows on, on the network feed. Okay, so here's some more spots from the campaign that I'll play right here. Oh, that dog's chasing JR. Boxleiter wants you to ride his helicopter. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's an actual helicopter. There's an actual helicopter in this commercial. It's like, this isn't even a sexist joke. There's an actual helicopter. No, we're not even trying to be funny. It's in the campaign. They put it in there. Blame CBS, not us. Okay. We got some more stuff for you. Here we go. Waited for this she was all yours tonight. Gonna share yeah, yeah. Some love and oh, she's about to have milk and cookies with Grandma. CBS. Together, we've got the touch to make this another number one season. Thanks, Mr. Voice. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Voice Man for CBS. Uh, also, the Voice Man for Disney, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. I, yes, I, I, like I wish I knew what his name was, though. Oh, well, I guess it'll always the be voice a of the Disney trailers. It'll probably come to me in a second. Telling you to get those Disney VHS tapes for before they go back in the vault and the most lucrative marketing gimmick ever. The big Disney cash grab. If you don't buy it now, it's going into the vault for 50 years. But wait like 40 years because then we'll have like a service that has every movie on it. By the way, his name was Mark Elliott. Mark oh, Elliot. Mark Elliott. Well, that's good. That's to... Sadly, no longer with us. Oh, well. They put him back in the vault. 
Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. Why? Damn it. He's so cold, Mike. <laughs> if anybody from Yesterworld is listening, we're sorry, okay? But hey, in 1985... For the 85 version of We've Got the Touch, do you know who they got to sing the theme song? They got Kenny freaking Rogers. You got to know when to hold him. Yeah. Know when to fold him. Yeah. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Okay. Yep. And you got to know when touching is appropriate. So here's the 85 version. Oh, there's Kate and Dally. You've touched us, and now our dreams are real. You've made us see ourselves in you. You're part of everything we do. It's all here on CBS. There's Ernest Borgnine again. Yes, because he would have been on Airwolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CBS got Blade Runner to air. Oh, there's Harrison Ford. Yep. Ed Cagney and Lacey. Angela Lansbury, Murder, She Wrote, would have just started at that time. Oh, Trapper John. I didn't know that was still There's on Dallas. There's your Dallas, Mike. That was not landing. No, there's some Dallas in there. I saw some yeah. Dallas. Oh, vacation. <laughs> Mark oh. Madness. Oh, that shot at Byron Scott dunking. Yep. Oh, Simon McCorkendale, because he would have been on Falcon Quest at this time. Yep. And coming up is Stir Crazy, George Burns' Comedy Week, Hometown, Charlie and Company, The Equalizer, and the new Twilight Zone. The only winner of that is The Equalizer. Yeah, it was so, it was so good. They made it into a movie, and that movie was so good. They made it back into a TV show. And that TV show is so good. I have no idea where they're going to go with this now. Oh, we're touching a CB. I'm feeling that. Oh, but hey, hey, guys. Uh huh. I got one local version of the campaign from 85 that you're going to love. Now, this is from WTOL in Toledo. So let me uh, cue it up real quick. And Mike, you're going to love it, okay? Oh, I already saw some stuff that, yeah, has piqued my interest. Yeah, you you had my interest. Now you have my attention. All right, here we go. Star Trek! Newhart. Murder, she wrote. There's the Price is Right. Jeopardy. Jeopardy! The the love boat. Breeze Company. Breeze Company. Pyramid. Pyramid. More Price. More Star Trek. Wheel. Oh, get ready. Oh, jeez, oh. Spider! No! Yes! 
Okay, one oh. obs- one observation. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love the transition of Bob Barker pointing up in the air and it transitioning to the Enterprise. That was pretty cool. That was okay, pretty cool. I-, I got two things to say. First, uh, uh-huh. w- WTOL in Toledo, they must have had a time machine and said, hey, we're going to 36 years from now. We're going to talk to these three guys talking about TV shows on something called a podcast. And we're going to tell them, you guys are going to flip when you see this Gene Snyder stuff in our ads. But but also second, and this is a more serious thing, I think, the whole meter of that song saying Toledo, uh, WTOL Toledo 11, that's like too many syllables. The meter's like totally off yes. compared to the, the actual pace of the song. I'm we sorry. Got that, the that... Touch on CBS. Yeah. We Toledo 11. Yeah, that that's that just doesn't jive in my opinion. Just my I don't think yeah, so. my thoughts. I don't. Okay. I, well, you're the expert. I, I I trust you when it comes to music. Yeah. So I, I, I'm well, glad. No, I'm not wrong. Okay, so we have all of the. Uh, we got the touches. Now oh, we have to go b- back to NBC. Yeah, we have to go back to NBC because they weren't just happy with us being there. They wanted all of us there. Yeah. Now it's like okay. All right, we're we're there. We're there. We're almost we're, there. We're, it's like you and me, we're there. But we have to get everyone here. Yeah. yeah. So they had a four-word invitation to all of America. Let's all be there. Let's all be there. And this is how it started in 1984. Dancing, dancing soldiers, baby. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the soldier's like, oh yeah, now I'm going to watch Cheers. And now, th- and now this book is also going to watch. No, He's watching, watching Give Me the Break. Yep. Oh. And now they're watching the A-Team at a slumber party. Hey, they ever- America, they love Dirk Benedict. And Mr. They do. And this just had a whole. This just had all the shows from the season. Did you see, they showed Riptide. I Riptide was does. gonna mention that. Yeah. It's nice your move. It's your move. Night, Night Court. Court. Hill Street Brews via Hunter. Hunter Miami Vice. Different strokes. SNL. SNL. Friday Night Night videos. Oh. Oh. Oh, and this kid stayed up to watch Johnny. All the it kids stayed a, up to watch it must Johnny. Be a Partners in crime, Partners in crime, hot silver spoon, Punky, Punky Booster, Night Rider, give me a break, Punker, Punker, oh Punker, oh Punker. And now we have everybody dancing. We have a lot of waistlines. And now we have a lot of jumping. Everybody's jumping, except for Ed McMahon, obviously. Well, Dick Clark was jumping. Because Dick Clark's a real one. Yep. 
and let's Was that Tom Bray? Yes, was that was Tom Bray. That was Tom Bray. Tom Bray. Tom Bray, that Tom was Tom Bray jumping. <laughs> you think Tom Bray rode in Ed Begley's TARDIS after the shoot? Almost assuredly. And he brought Michael J. Fox with him because what, they, they could have what they could have ridden the DeLorean after they were in the TARDIS. Although, yep. wait, that would be for another year. There's got to be more to being there in 84. Hold on. Is that Alvin? Go click Alvin. Go click Alvin right now. Okay. Ready, boy? Mr. Smith? Mr. Smith? No, it wasn't. It's going bananas, dummy. Oh, it looks like Mr. Smith. No. Don't fight me over Mr. Smith. Okay, no, wait, there has to be an alternate version for the daytime shows. Where's Chuck Woolery and Burt Convy singing, Let's All Be There? <laughs> yeah, I think we'd all be better off if they didn't do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who else would have been on NBC? To... Jim like, Perry? Uh, that would Jim... be... No, Jim Perry. Do we really want to hear Vanna singing, Let's All Be There? Well, we didn't hear her speak by this point. She was still just pointing and turning letters. Oh, that's why. That's probably why they had the big deal for our autobiography fantasy. Hey, 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 hey Greg, you didn't realize this. I had Greg, not realized that's a joke. Hey, Greg, 
What? You do realize if this lasted to 85 and they had a daytime version, we'd have Nipsey Russell singing. Oh, I found a local spot from that 84 campaign with from uh, WMAR Channel 2 in Baltimore. So let me play it right here for you guys. Eddie Murray. Well, I'll share who else was in there at that clip after the we're done. Uh, moonwalking. Oh, there's that Oriole. Oh, board. The Oriole. Yeah. Yay, she did a cannonball into a pool. Okay. That makes me want to go and visit Baltimore. But I want to find that clip specifically because the other person that was in the spot who uh, Eddie Murray was pouring the champagne over, I'm guessing this was 83 after the Orioles won the World Series. Yeah. was the late John Saunders. Oh, that John Saunders. Because he was working at uh, NBC Baltimore at the time before he went to uh, ESPN. Yeah, of course, the future hosted the sports reporters. R.I.P. Uh, but then, of course, 1985, we continue with uh, Let's All Be There, because this would be the last year of that campaign. All right, so let me play the 1985 Let's All Be There campaign for you right now. Hey there, friend. You miss the excitement when each day and each night meant something different and new. In a special place where the characters hold you as their stories unfold to make a magical view. It's somewhere where the best is happening night and day. Somewhere where the laughs are shaking the blues away. Movies filled with stars, dramatical sports, enough for fans, fanatical. I can't make it to an radical good things happen. There's no better place to be part of what's happening At the heart of what's happening with the people you love There's no better time Cause our quality's showing our Hey Mike, they showed a clip from Wheel Yeah, I saw that You will find us entertaining you more and more Cause you know, Wheel would be the new hotness in 1985 Yeah Ed Grimley, I'm going mental Amazing stories. Oh. Misfits of Science. Oh, Flash Dance. Hey, Mike, for more about Flash Dance, go to episode nine. Am I right? Oh, yeah. That kid video? 
Maybe. Oh, yeah, that would have been around that time, yeah. <laughs> and you see Larry Bud Melman with a torch. Yes. I saw Bud Melman with a... Oh, check this out. Check it out. Look at that. Check it out. Everybody has a glowing hat. Even Tom Bray has a glowing hat. And Soy Move Drive. And the Smurf. And Smurf. And Michael J. Fox. And Bolt. Oh, that was magnificent with the top, with the glowing white top hat. Glowing white top hats. They're all radioactive. Only way it gets better is if Nipsey Russell has a glowing white top hat. Hey, hey, for more about Nipsey Russell on NBC 1985, you're going to have to wait another two months. Hint, it's in the show open. But hey, it's worth it. It's worth it. And also, since we uh, recently did a remastered version of the Super Train episode, we talk about them there, too, or at least the show that we're referring to. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, I had a WMAR thing for the 84 campaign for Let's All Be There, so I got one from the 85 Let's All Be There campaign. You ready for this? All right. All right. And we got more John Saunders, because why not? God rest his soul. Channel 2, let's all be there. This is the place where magic is happening, so be part of what's happening and get in on the fun. Time, day or night, there is love, there is laughter, and a dream to chase after. Channel 2 is the one, the one for Baltimore. Let's all be there for action, for adventure, for the news that makes you care. It's Channel 2, let's all be there. Together in the moments that we share on Channel 2, let's all be there. So did you notice that in that spot, they had all the uh, offerings they had on WMAR in 85 and 86? Not many people could say they had the Joker's Wild Tic-Tac-Toe Hour and the Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy Hour and reruns of Alice. And Benson. And Benson, yeah. And WKRP. Donahue, yo. Donahue. Donahue, Donahue, baby. They had it all on WMAR in 1985-86. Yes. The only thing Everybody was was there in Baltimore. Everybody was there in Baltimore. Even Jim Caldwell. Am I right, Mike? Oh, gosh. Bite your tongue. Uh, But but I uh, also... In addition to uh, Orioles baseball, I noticed there was football in there. Yeah, it was a Jets uh, New England football team game in from 85 there. Right, because if you remember, the Colts left Baltimore in 83. I just found it weird that back in 85, Baltimore didn't have a team, yet in that promo they showed NFL. And I know, well, yeah, NFL was on NBC and it was huge and all that. Yeah, oh, they had totally. the AFC. Yeah, but still, I just thought it was kind of weird What's not a football town in 1985 had football in their promo. Yeah, and you also had Maryland basketball in there, too. 
Which so, would have been a thing back in... The, yeah, because I think this is, like, going to Lynn Bias's senior year, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately... Yeah, 85-86 yeah, yeah. was Bias's senior year. Yep. Yeah, and then we all know what happened. Sadly, yes. It's no bueno. Yeah. Drugs are bad. Yeah, don't do them, kids. But you know what? Gotta say... Look at those Swedish white shades John Saunders has on right there with that top hat. Oh, man. Look at that. Look John at sw- Saunders is radioactive, man. He is rocking that. Dang. But hey. Not many people can make that combo work, but he does. He did. He did, yeah. And one more thing. Gotta appreciate the Punky Brewster clips in that montage. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Mike, go and say it. About Sherry being stuck in the fridge? Do the punk. Do the voice, man. Do the. the... Oh, do do the George Gaines? Do the George Gaines voice, man. Okay, I I, I only do this on special occasions, but I'll do it for you guys this time. Okay. Punker. 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 I hope you and Sherry are not playing in the refrigerator again, Punky. Punky, please tell Sherry to not go in the refrigerator. I'm going to go get a new refrigerator from Frank Boner from WKRP. Punky. Punky, don't put Brandon in the microwave, Punky. Oh, God. Damn it, Mike. How would he even fit in the microwave? Well, Punky, Punky couldn't get him into the dryer. Punker. Oh boy. We're going to hell. I, I uh, do not advocate any of that. Just saying. No. Don't put the dog no. in the microwave or the dryer and don't put your best friend in the refrigerator. That's today's moral. That's today's lesson. That's for a show we're doing later. NBC, the more you know. Okay, so we done CBS and NBC from around 84 to 85. Do you want to see what ABC was doing around this time? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, I do. All right, so here's ABC's 1984 campaign. We're with you. David Hartman? Yes. Watching himself? He's watching the shuttle. Oh. And the view. And love in the afternoon. Feel the spirit young and old. We're going for the gold. We'll give you all we've got. This year we're very And future installments. Read the crowd. Yes. 
And remember the kids watching the shuttle earlier this morning? Now they're watching Webster. And, and TJ Hooker. And Hearth Castle. And Monday Night Football, back when it was on ABC. Ted Koppel. And now the family's going to bed. And no, that was not David Hartman. That was just the guy who looked like him. Just some guy. Yeah, he, looked... he, yeah I was going to say, his bags were nowhere as big as David Hartman's. David Hartman had some big bags back in the day under his eyes. But now there's two takeaways I got from this. One, don't paint and watch TV at the same time. And two, don't do an oil change underneath a car and watch TV at the same time. And no. three, don't pour yourself a cup of milk and watch TV at the same time. At least oh, not ABC, no. Oh, by the way, did you notice Vinny from Doogie Hauser MD in that ad? I did. I just wanted to make sure you were paying attention. Oh, by the way, Dookie Kame Aloha on Disney Plus right now. I highly suggest it. Oh. Two thumbs up, Bafo. Uh, we'll be talking about that in the 2021 year in review. I guarantee it. Yep. Oh, I want to see that. Absolutely. This looks good. Looks good. Conan, Conan, no, 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 really Conan, Conan. No, we don't need you here, Conan. Oh, oh. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry to cut you off, Conan. All right, so here we go with ABC's 1985 campaign. You'll love it. Oh, God, you will love it. You will love it. And especially, guess who's in this commercial, guys? George from MathNet. Joe Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Okay. Yes. Lincoln, you'll miss him. Lincoln. No, he's prominently in this commercial. He's long enough so you know that's him. Yeah. All right, here we go. Dark and pretty city in a dark and pretty time. Joe Howard leaves his office. Sometimes I get weary. My job is a drag. The old routine just keeps me young. Oh no, his papers fell out. Who can we turn to when we're feeling low? Answer Joan Collins. <laughs> There's only one place. Yeah. There is only one place. Home at last. Step on the TV. That's a big ass remote, by the way. Gonna let the magic come and carry us away and get a big surprise. I love the action, the laughter too. I love the way they do the things that no one else can do. 
I noticed there was James Bond in that commercial. Yeah, Octopussy. I must, I must kill the queen. I love it. Hey, thank you, Tony. Is it Alex Karras in Webster? Look at these movies. It's Superman. Now here's the music. Now here's the music for you. Here's this guy on an ATV. And it looks like the Cody Island Cyclone. Indeed, they did love it. Yeah. Good on them for getting Randy Newman for that. Oh, yeah. Yep. They probably had to pay Randy Newman a lot of money to use that version of the song. Oh, I'm sure they did. But hey, they had some good shows on back in the day. Oh, totally. yeah. D- Dynasty and Growing Pains and Dynasty and boss? Growing Pains. Who's Dynasty. Moonlight. Ripley's Believe It or Not. How, how can we forget uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not? Hold on. Believe it or not. Oh, I was waiting for your Jack Palance impersonation. Do you want me to do my impression of Jack Palance in that cologne commercial? I use skin braces. Very good. Confidence is really sexy. Don't you think? Original and cooling blue. By Menon. And to think only six years later, he won an Oscar for City Slickers. Oh, yeah. And and did push-ups. And did did push-ups, yeah! Oh, one of the classic moments in Oscar history. Oh, but I think one thing we learned in that promo, anything is good when you have George from MathMed. And what would that be? Maybe six months at most before he uh, was on MathNet? Because uh, uh, Square yeah. One premiered, I think, January of 86. So that would have been probably about four months before uh, Square One TV. Uh, yep. MathNet, according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, started January 26th of 87, so... Oh, 87, okay. Well, okay, so he's about a year, about 16 months away. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, gotta love Bruce Willis pulling a tablecloth. 
You'll love well, it. Well, they were the power couple back in 85. Oh, yeah. Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. America loved their moonlighting. Oh, yeah. So 1986. We had the touch at CBS. Yes. But now we have we're the moments. Sh- we had the touch. Now it's time to share the spirit. Yeah. So here we go. 1986. CBS shared the spirit. Uh oh. Uh oh. Larry Daryl and Daryl! Oh, the dogs from Magnum P.I. The CBS Wireframe and NFL Today logo. You know, I think CBS knew uh, how and where its bread was buttered at the start of that ad because you had like all the good shows, Kate and Allie, and you had Simon and Simon, Cagney and Lacey. You had Dallas and Mag- Falcon Crest and Mag- Murder, She Wrote. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. I mean, they, they had all the good shows and, and then they showed all the new shows and really the only one that probably lasted beyond the first season was designing women. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They, should, they should have just stuck with the veteran shows is what I'm trying to get at. So, hey, CBS changed their uh, campaign. What was uh, NBC's uh, change from their traditional uh, campaign the last couple of years? Well, we all went there. So I guess it's now time to come home, I guess. So let's all come home to NBC. We're coming home to NBC, aren't we? Yeah, well, everyone's here now. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. Now so, they're going home. Now they're go- It doesn't make any sense, but okay. home you remember what i said about cbs new uh where its bread was buttered oh yeah by this point oh that that was like nbc knew exactly where its bread was buttered you had golden girls 
You had A-Team. You had Night Court. You had Cosby Show. You had Family Ties. You had Give Me a Break, 227. I mean, they didn't show any new shows there. They had, like, specifically, like, maybe 10 shows they focused on. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this is 86. This is the year L.A. Law premiere. So they got, like, a whole bunch of new stuff on the way, too. So, but they didn't really need to highlight it. Yeah, this is when they dominated Thursday nights because that's where L.A. Law would have been. It would have been 10 o'clock. Yeah, it would have made its debut that year in 86. Yeah. So, so I mean, they had all their – I mean, they didn't even show any of the new shows, and that would have been the season Alf debuted. Alf debuted. Um, yeah. Well, we know Golden Girls was 85, so. Golden Girls was 85. The Hogan's, was, was, would that have been 86 or 87? Uh, Valerie would have premiered mid-season 85, 86. Okay, they didn't show that, though. That was – interesting omission hmm. they did not show a different world no that would be later no a different well, world that would would be been, like, yeah that would be the next year yeah because yeah. that would have been when lisa bonet's character went to college right but yeah oh and and they again they showed a lot of cosby show and uh, and other shows oh they took advantage of rudy there oh yeah oh everybody loved rudy back in the day keisha knight poem in 86 was america's little darling America's sweetheart, absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, before we play what ABC had in 86, because I want to save it for the end, I want to wrap it up, but I want to give some time, even though it's 87, to the little upstart known as Fox. And we've talked about them in the past, because in 87, which was their first year in primetime, their first full season, they were just Fox weekend television. Yeah. Not unlike London weekend television. That was for you, Chris. Okay. But, oh, Fox in 1987, their first full full season on the air. They said, don't let Fox weekend pass you by. And, well, if you know our show... This is so perfect for us. Yeah. Let's play it. You know what we lead off with? What? Play it up, Greg. It's an elevator. And in it, Chaz and Bucci from Second Chance. Oh, and there's Johnny Depp. And Holly Robinson. Richard, don't be ridiculous. I would never think of looking at another man. Oh, you're right, honey. How foolish of me. The best of 20th century, oh yeah. Don't let Fox weekend pass. Uh, Chris Lemon before he got blackballed. I'm sorry. Chris Lemon before he got blacklisted, I should say, not blackballed. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Hulk. Oh, Denny Dill. There's Married with Children cast. Yeah. And Tracy. By the way, did you see Eugene fall off that cliff? I did. No, Eugene always falls off. I consider Fox the Rodeo Drive of the airwaves. Can you get any classier than 
Yeah. Well, No, Tracy, thank you. No, Tracy, the pleasure was all ours. Well, let's just remember that in 87, Fox didn't have much to work with. I mean, they had 21 Jump Street. They had Married with Children. They had Tracy Ellman. They had they had a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah, they had duets. They had... Uh, Werewolf, Second uh, Chance. Second Chance. I mean, yeah, we got to mention Second Chance. But yeah, they had like three good shows and the rest were... Meh. They had three good shows and the rest were things on television. Oh, wait. Women in prison. We forgot about women in yeah, prison. Yeah, the, the, the women did have the baton. Women, women yeah, Denny Dillon. Denny yeah. Dillon. Yeah, Denny yeah. Dillon. She had the that baton. That was Denny Dillon. You're right. Yeah, because she was on women in prison. as. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I thought I saw one of the women from Babes, but Babes would have been like 90 19. or 89. So yeah. Yeah. a little, oh, little early for Wendy Jo Sperber? Yeah, she Wendy was jo one Sperber, of the women yeah. in prison. Yeah, she was one of the women in prison, everybody. W- with Denny Dillon, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, oh, wait, I don't think we saw Peggy Cass in the promo, because she was in Women in Prison, too. No, we did not. No, I didn't see Peggy Cass. Oh. But we did get plenty of Matthew Perry. And Bucci. And Bucci and Eugene. And Eugene falling off the logo. And, and of course we got Eugene, yes. Uh, Eugene falls a lot. Well, we said that in the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, back to mm-hmm. go, go back to episode 58. Okay. That was a year and a half ago we did that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, gee yep. whiz. Okay. Time flies when you're Doing two episodes a week, I guess. Yeah. But we saved the best of the 80s for last, I think. Oh, yeah. Because in 1986, ABC got the help of Aretha Franklin and Leon Russell to perform a duet that is probably very memorable. And if I can be so honest, the best campaign song ever oh yeah it is and the thing of it is they don't even mention the network in it you could release this as a single and nobody would know it was used as a campaign song oh yeah no no one would know okay so do you want me to play it right now no, I want you to sit on it for the next time we do Fall TV. Of course I want you to play it right okay, now. Okay, all right. Oh, 
That's a wrap. How I miss these roads that lead back home. No, it's just a few short miles. My baby smile just around the bend. We have seen far too much time. Hey guys, it's me! Oh god, who invited Alan? Hey, it's Rudy Reyes Jr. Hey, I loved him on Superstore. His cameo's on there. Michael Eisner, that bastard. Corporate synergy. Wonderful World of Disney would have just uh, returned to ABC here. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a nice mix of the new shows because you had Perfect Strangers in there. That would have been, did, did it debut earlier in 86? I, I think or? it would no, have debuted. It, debu it debuted at 86, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it would have debuted mid-season in 86. Yeah, yeah. It, would have, it would have been earlier in 86. So this is and, actually going, Perfect Strangers going into season two. And, and you had Life with Lucy there. Yeah, because at the end you have like uh, Lucille Ball and Gail Gordon there. And you know right. who you have? Sybil Shepard driving a car and Bruce Willis waving from said car. Well, they're like the it couple back in 86. Oh, yeah. Oh, America loved moonlighting. Oh, America loved moonlighting. And, and a third rookie show that I noticed in that promo that would go on to pretty good things. Uh, head of the class. I saw Christine Hodge there. Christine, yep. Robin yeah, Givens. It, it, it was Howard Hesman and the class. And Robin Givens, of course. Mm -hmm. Dancing. I mean, yep. you had enough from head of the class, absolutely. And you saw one clip of Ernie Reyes Jr. from Sidekicks doing what he does best. Oh, yeah. Kicking. Kicking. 
But Chico, I gotta say this. When we said head of the class and you said just one clip, I thought you were gonna say something about Dan Schneider. Oh no. Oh uh, no, Greg, no. Just, no, 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 no. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned Ernie Reyes Jr. Because come on, Kino from Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. And also the stunt double for uh, Donatello in the first movie. Hell yeah, can't forget about that. Hey, guys, did you know that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is my TMNT wings? I did not know that. (laughs) Hey, did you know that David Warner in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 gave a Tony Shalhoub-esque performance? I also did not know that. Babies! They're babies! I may know something like that. I, I, I am I don't know. Where did we lose it? I'm just curious. At we what point did we just uh, like uh, uh, never, So that would that would be to assume that we had it in the first place. Okay, so. let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're we're like two hours into this. I, I think yeah. we're totally like losing we're, at this point. Yeah, we're we can... two hours into this, and the thing of it is there is still more footage to ta- out to talk there. about. Yeah. So we'll have to do a volume two sometime down the line. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't talked about coming home to the best because NBC kicked CBS's butt in 1988. And we didn't talk about CBS continuing their spirit. Oh, yes. And we didn't talk about UPN the opera. Yes, that happened. This is where, if this was a video podcast, we'd have the gif of the what dog. Yeah. Very appropriate. But for now, what can we say except here in the fall of 2021, all we're doing is watching Netflix, reading about uh, a reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple that we really can't wait for. Yeah. Oh, and we're watching What If on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And really, we are watching 42-year-old reruns of Few on Buzzer. But in Hey, guys, guys, time out, time out. Uh, I have a great idea. I have my own version of what if, okay? Okay. What if the Watcher was watching 42-year-old reruns of Few on Buzzer, and you just saw the Watcher in the background as someone who's going for the gauntlet of villains? (laughs) Could you imagine Jeffrey Wright in the background? Ground watching the gauntlet of villains. I can imagine that. Why I did I open? Not a, I can't not imagine that. Why did I open my mouth? <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, as I was trying to say, all of that is happening in fall of 2021, but in the fall of the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s, the big campaign bacchanals to get you ready for the new season, there were things on TV. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, we don't have CBS Reach for the Stars patches to sell you. Sorry. But we can sell you on what's going on at It Was a Thing on TV.com. You'll find the past live shows, all the minisodes, all the past episodes. Hey, guys, next week. Oh, next oh, week. 
you're gonna want to schedule your calendars for next week because, oh god. Hey guys, we're turning two hundred. Yep, we're turning two hundred. But if you look at the shows we're covering, it seems kind of juvenile, kind of infantile. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. But before we do that, I want to mention. This was kind of intentional because the first show we're doing next week, this was a listener request, and I got to mention him on the air. Lucas Hackett, back in the spring, you told us about this show. Well, guess what? For one ninety nine, we're covering this. And you know what it is, so. Tell your friends. You're welcome. You know what I got to say about next week's first entry? What's that? Moo. Moo moo buckaroo. And then there's the big one. What do you cover for show number 200? I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it? You got yeah. it? You got it? Yeah. Match Game Hollywood Squares re-revisited. No. Do we, oh, really, well, want, do do we really want to talk about the guy who had that obsession with Linda Dano for the Super Match and kept losing? The British no, dude? No, that's creepy. No. Good. Oh, and by the way, that just aired this past week on it Buzzer. Did, it did. And, and also, that means that the Chuck Wagner episodes are starting uh, this week. So, Oh, yeah. hey. You know what? I guess I better... I guess I better make a run to Zippers. Zippers? I'm not saying it. No, no, I, I've said it often enough. No, I'm, I, I refuse to... Zippers! No, don't, no, don't, I'm not complying, no. I want to talk about episode 200 because uh, uh, really, this, I think, is going to be a landmark episode. We're not re-revisiting any episodes. Th- this is a show that we purposely put at 200... Uh, because we think it is deserves to be a landmark moment, a landmark episode. We yeah, do? it is a great show. And also, the guest stars on this episode. It is a star-studded show. And I'll give you a hint. It is streaming on a streaming service right now. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. And, and, oh, hey, I, I talked about Martin Mull uh, on the Domestic Life episode. And uh, we talked about, well, I, I didn't meet Bob Golick. But I met the person that is the titular star of this show. I met him two years ago, pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. So, yeah. So I may have to throw another picture of me with a celebrity on Instagram or, or Twitter because why the heck not? But you know what? Next week's going to be a celebration. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We're going to celebrate and party with you. Come on now. Okay, d- 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 don't get us kicked off of YouTube. E- easy does it with the lyrics I didn't, there. I didn't put the music. Okay, no, so. well, uh, I'm, I'm just being careful. But also, as I mentioned uh, in some previous episodes, myself and Greg and Chico have created our own lists of our 10 favorite episodes. That will be going up on our Twitter uh, over the next couple of days leading up to uh, episode 200. So you can... Uh, listen to what we think are our best episodes. And if I can somehow get it to work, I will actually try to make a playlist for them uh, somewhere. So you can just go. Or I could just do it on YouTube. Or we could do it on YouTube. I mean, it doesn't make a difference, but but we, uh, like I said uh, previously, 
oh gosh i think between the three of us we named like 22 different episodes and none of us picked the same episode as one of our 10 favorites so there's a very vast uh collection of episodes that we think are among our best hey mike and we, and we hope you agree hey mike i'll give you a hint for one of the 10 episodes i picked you want to okay you see what i'm doing do, do you oh. want to guess what i'm making I- fun of I, I see an arm, I think. I can't really. Okay, you can't really there. see with the let's all be there background. Okay, do you want me to just spell it out? I'm afraid to, but okay. Oh, no, 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 my gosh. No, oh, that's never going to get old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, mo- the monkey being proud of his nakedness from Man vs. Beast. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, what do you think was better? The monkey from Man vs. Beast being proud of his nakedness or that clip of the life-size Bert and Ernie? Yes. So we'll see you here next week <laughs> on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Row! Turn us on, we'll turn you on. We'll light up your days and nights. Turn us on, we'll turn you on. Open your eyes, set your sights on CBS. We'll turn you on, turn us on. This fall, for the shows you'll want to see, turn us on. We'll turn you on.